0: About that action on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes every day this week. That's promo code SGP to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes every day this week, only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP.
1: really i'm just about that action
0: boss welcome everyone to bout that action on the sports gambling podcast network i am kyle waddy watnell joined by my co-host and partner in picks mark megatron glass how are you mark
2: pretty fired up kyle not gonna lie first time on the mic first yep. day in the studio this yep. is the real deal episode one your voice sounds good on the mic thank you appreciate that it's a pretty interesting concept uh got the headphones in got the microphone going right it's the first time I've actually heard my real voice
0: this is what your voice sounds like to, to everyone else you know you don't really understand it until you put the head the headphones on and, you, and it's coming back at you real time you know it's not like a voicemail right it's a little bit different
2: it's not distorted this is like like you said this, this is, is real it yeah and I'm sorry to everyone <laughs> had to listen to this now you sound good you got a good
0: broadcast voice a little bit of a uh, nasally nasally flow to it it sounds good it sounds unique which is important
2: because i broke my nose in college and never fixed it Hmm.
0: well welcome to about that action we are excited to be here on our uh, first episode brand new show uh basically what we're we're gonna do today we're gonna give you a little bit of a background on mark and i um we're gonna dive into a little bit of sports news and then we're gonna move on to making some picks because that's what it's all about on the sports gambling podcast network we're gonna make some picks for ufc 252 so let's get right into it i work on the PR agency side of the business, um, taking care of clients, helping them get media publicity and media revenue for their events. Uh, Mark, you want to dive in a little bit on what you do?
2: Yeah, I'm more on the personnel side, on the technical side of the sports. So, uh, working in an agency setting, so for a sports agency, I guess is the short term. I also worked in the front office of a major league soccer team on the player personnel side, working with the coaching staff and all that. So, I think between the two of us, we've probably got some. Some good experiences to share and some unique insights on how you're going to make these picks. For sure.
0: And uh, speaking of sports, NBA is back. MLB is back. Uh, They have their bubble in play uh, with the NBA season. Um, It seems to be working pretty well. 343 tests starting off August. Zero cases reported so far. MLB not working out as well. Uh, They've had a couple little outbreaks, including uh, the Marlins had the biggest one with 18 players and three staff testing positive Uh, Cardinals, seven players and six staff testing positive Uh, coming from a little bit of uh, giving a little bit of insight into the event side of of sports business. You got to have a bubble in this day and age. Uh, It seems to be the only way to make things work. You got to have a strict bubble, rigorous testing. Uh, MLB
2: didn't do that, and that's why they're on a little bit of shaky legs right now. Is, would you agree with that? Yeah, well, I was reading that. Well, originally, the commissioner, Robert Manfred, who everyone fucking hates, but he, uh, he was saying that he didn't even know if the season was going to finish because mm-hmm. they couldn't control the outbreaks that started from the Marlins. Of course, it started in Florida. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Florida, dude. They, they ruin everything.
0: It makes sense. But you know who's been doing a good job with their testing and their, and their, uh, their bubbles is the UFC. They've got, uh, they you know, went to extreme measures with their Fight Island situation, uh, which has been taking place over the last few weeks. Uh, but now they're back home in their home facility. They actually have a multi-million dollar facility called the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, if you're not aware of it. Um, and they're going to bring fights back to that, including the fights for UFC 252 coming up this weekend. Uh, should be a good one. It's actually a smaller cage. I don't know if you read into that at all. But, How much smaller are we talking? Uh, not, a, not a huge amount, about like five, five feet, Square feet. I mean, I'm not a big math guy, but it's a little it's bit octagon, smaller. an octagon,
2: so everything's like five yeah, 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 e- okay. exactly. And um you're not an expert in octagonal no, geometry. No, I'm
0: not. But it is, it is, it has an impact for sure. I mean, I kind of like the little cage. It, it brings more action. Yeah, like forces
2: confrontation. Exactly.
0: They're closer together. um So yeah, the the fights coming up UFC 252 this weekend are in a smaller cage. Let's go ahead and dive into it. If you're ready, Mark. I was born ready. We're gonna dive into our picks. For starting off with the UFC prelims coming up this weekend, first fight on the prelim card is TJ Brown versus Danny Chavez at featherweight. I see TJ Brown securing the win here. He's coming off a loss. Uh, it's his. It's a debut fight for Chavez in the UFC. Uh, he's 33 years old uh, in his debut. I saw that as the as the biggest red flag for this one.
2: Yeah, that's an absurd age to make your debut. 33. Like, yeah. what, what's he been doing? For, I'm assuming he started fighting at probably like. Yeah, what, 14 15 as an amateur right what's he been doing for the last all yeah, 18 years he, he
0: basically just hasn't hasn't made it to this you know this level this is the highest level of fighting uh and, and he didn't make it there so now like he's he doing is, like
2: what, how does he put food on the table
0: yeah i don't know probably, if he has it, a day job or if he makes enough uh small, well, fighting for smaller promotions I, I would imagine not but um but yeah he's making his debut i i think if if it took you this long you're you're probably not us UFC caliber so I'm expecting TJ Brown to get the win here. I'll
2: give you that. It reminds me of the uh, the movie, The Rookie, Dennis Quaid. Oh, the ba- the baseball movie. Yeah, where he's like a dad. And he's like in his yeah. 40s, and then he's like playing in like a Sunday <laughs> th- league he throw- softball. Yeah. He throws like 98 yeah, miles yeah, yeah, an yeah. hour. I
0: was going to say, and he throws like 100 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, he like goes to the bigs. He's yeah,
2: yeah. pumping out gas. Yeah, so Maybe it could be the start of that. It could be the start of a fairy tale it could movie.
0: Be. It, it could be. It if, could be. If this guy pulls it off, we'll, we'll talk about it on next week's show, but... Uh, that movie's fiction and so for that reason we're gonna pick tj brown uh, second fight on the prelims we've got herbert burns brother of gilbert burns uh, he's a minus 255 favorite against daniel pineda who's coming up at coming back up at plus 200 over at my bookie at featherweight This is a featherweight fight um i see this as a great spot for burns here um he's on a five fight win streak He's a you know submission specialist, but he can throw the hands as well. He's taller, he's younger, and another interesting head scratcher. Pineda's been out of the UFC for six years. He has been in the UFC before, but he's coming back after six years outside of the UFC. What are your thoughts on that?
2: That's just another one where I gotta ask, I gotta turn to you, the expert. Yeah, like where, like, where the fuck this guy been?
0: It's a similar situation. I mean, he he couldn't hold that high stand. It's very hard to stay in the UFC. Obviously, I mean, it's the it's the best of the best. He couldn't hang in there, got cut, and he spent six years For six elsewhere. Years. <laughs> uh, and now, now he's now he's coming back. So I, I see this kind of as a strategic fight by the UFC uh, to get uh, Herbert Burns a good win here, keep moving him up the rankings, uh, and they can they could have a kind of cool uh, duo having the two Burns brothers, you know, up there in the rankings in the UFC. That could be a cool dynamic. So I think that's kind of what this fight is about. We're going to take Burns minus two fifty five third fight on the prelims Felice Herrig plus 245 underdog taking on Verma Jendiroba minus 305 favorite this is a straw weight clash uh, the way I see this one um, I see Herrig is coming off an ACL surgery um, and a bit of a long layoff she hasn't fought since 2018 uh, that's never something you want to see or want to get behind uh, but I'm actually, I'm actually a fan of hers um, I don't know if Jandy Roba's really proven herself against strong enough of an opponent yet. Um, this is going to be my, an underdog play for me on the, uh, on the prelims at plus 245, a big underdog. Uh, but that's going to be my pick for this one. Mark,
2: who are you going with? It's funny. We both picked the same underdog. You're going with her as well? Yeah, but for totally different reasons. Why are you going with her? The chick's a rocket ship. Have you seen her?
0: Yeah, I, I've seen her, but that's not
2: really why I I placed she's, my bets. She's hot and like, a yeah. <laughs> She's hot in like a in like a she could kick my ass kind of way.
0: Right. So you're gonna put your money on her as well. Yeah. I'm
2: just saying like she's like a teach mid, their own. She, she's teach a, their own mark. She's like seven and five. That's her record. I'm looking at. Yeah. That, it's that's not. Like, it's sh- not great. Yeah. That's not great. Undercard <laughs> female UFC is not the most pop in sport. She's still got four hundred thousand Instagram followers. Yeah. I I believe I believe it. If that that's a sign of attractiveness. Yeah. I believe it. I uh I think we're gonna both play her here for fun. Why not? Yeah. I'm picking her just. In the off chance that she listens to this and <laughs> thinks I'm getting behind her, gotcha. Uh, next fight on the card: Chris Daukus f- takes
0: on Parker Porter. This should be a fun one. This is a heavyweight fight. Um, this is a tough, tough fight to call. Um, both guys are making their octagon debuts in the UFC. Uh, both the guys have been fighting for other promotions. I'm gonna take Porter because he's a little bit more experienced uh, and he's fought. He's fought a couple times in Bellator. He's fought for some uh, larger promotions. Um, and he's all, he's also on a pretty good streak. He's won four of his last five. Um, but it's a tough one to call when two guys are making their debuts. You never know how they're gonna, you know, respond to the pressure. Um, your thoughts on this one?
2: Yeah, exact same thoughts. Similar reasoning this time. i was just looking at the UFC. Uh, have you looked at the UFC website for this card? Uh huh. Bro, neither of these guys have photos. <laughs> like no photos just, on the on the just, UFC website. Yeah, it's just Chris Dacus, Parker Porter, just two silhouettes. <laughs> silhouettes. Yeah. I'll, t- look, I'll show you Let's see Oh man Yeah they can't see us right now They, really. like, you go to they the don't UFC have a photo of them. these guys? No they have no picture Well maybe I guess they're
0: using like sanity. <laughs> insanity They're using like the official UFC photo So they probably haven't had their How hard there.
2: can that be? They're <laughs> Like they're both gonna They're both gonna be in Vegas At the same time Yeah like, Just yeah, line yeah. them up against a wall And say like Alright look hard as fuck And take a photo of them
0: Yeah it is a little bit wacky Not to
2: have Just unprofessional Not to have a photo like, Anyway Can you imagine like You're watching NFL NBA they're doing the pregame lineups. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, where they're like, where it's they like, just called you know, up a Phillip guy from Rivers the quarterback. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah Philip Rivers, <laughs> maybe it's a guy is with no the photo. <laughs> they just called up a guy from the G League or something. <laughs> it's a silhouette it's just a silhouette that comes up. Silhouette. <laughs> you just hear like a voice in the background just saying like <laughs> Kyle Watnell Chapman University. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah.
0: right. Yep. Well, all right. Are you gonna take? You, what was your pick here?
2: Do you even make a I'm pick? Not, I'm not picking anyone until okay. I have a photo on the website. All this right, fight is
0: unofficial to me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Don't bet on it. That takes us into our next fight which is a, another strawweight clash between Ashley Yoder, who is a plus-120 underdog. She's taking on Lavinia Souza at minus-150. Um, I'm taking Souza here, and honestly, relatively comfortably. Um, Yoder's got a 7-5 and five record, and she's 2-4 and four in the UFC. Uh, Souza's coming off of an upset loss to Brianna, Brianna V. M. Buren, which was a frustrating one to watch, um, but I think she's in a good spot here to bounce back uh get a win and improve on her pretty solid record which is thirteen and two. Your thoughts on this one, Mark?
2: I'm just wondering like the straw weight. Like why did they name it a straw weight? I feel like that's insulting. Dead serious. Why? Like a straw. Like, yeah there's well there's nothing... also featherweight is that insulting yeah, absolutely like <laughs> and if we ever talk about a featherweight fight i'll bring it up trust me there's straw like no kind of straw plastic straw paper straw they're all very light hate straw extremely easily breakable it's yeah. like the last thing you want to name a ufc fight after well like what, okay. do you know what? The, what's the weight limit for that anyways
0: for straw weight yeah uh they're 115 how do you
2: think, how
0: do you think 115
2: I, how do you think i would do in that i'm, I'm fighting at 115 i'm 180 i'm 5 185 Hmm. I fought in woman's straw weight. What what happens? 5,
0: 10, I think uh you have the power edge. I'll give that to you. Uh you probably wouldn't land nearly as often as they would. They'd have the, the speed advantage by far. I agree. Okay. But I think where that fight would really change would be if they took you down to the ground. Because you're gonna have no idea what you're doing down there. You're gonna get your arm pulled off your body. And that'll be that will be your first, you know, UFC fight, and that won't be a good look, right?
2: Actually you're not right what about how i've actually had a ufc fight Uh,
0: you've had a ufc fight
2: yeah you didn't hear about this no about the time i fought marvin vittori marvin vittori yeah the italian yeah the italian Italian dream dream. yeah this is a while ago
0: he's a pretty solid prospect right now
2: yeah i know you've you're you're claiming to have fought marvin (laughs) (laughs) vittori before the clout it was uh what was the date let me date this it was july what year is it 2018 No, July 2017.
0: Was he in the UFC at this point? Yeah, he was
2: in the UFC, but he was way smaller. So he's he's Hmm. from Southern California. He's from Orange County. Yeah, yeah. where where you where I reside, Mm -hmm. where I was born and raised, where we both attended university. Right. And so a mutual friend of mine is really good friends with him. I don't know how.
0: With Marvin. Yeah, with Marvin vittori Okay. He lives
2: in Huntington Beach. Okay. And so I was out in Costa Mesa, which is like right next to Huntington, and Uh I ran into them. You were, when you say you're out, like you were out, like we were out drinking. Okay. I don't know what he was doing, but uh probably drinking. We were, we were at the same. <laughs> side. I don't know. I don't know if UFC fighters drink or whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, but you were at a bar, like a bar somewhere. It, it was like a trashy. It was more like a club, which I hate. I don't yeah. know, like that environment, especially okay. in Costa Mesa. But Marvin but does. Yeah, we need don't need to digress. But they were there, so we met up with them. Yeah. And it was like one or two in the morning. We were like walking around to like a back alley, and at some I was pretty drunk, and at some point. I challenged him to a fight. Not that I was going to win.
0: Because you knew he was a UFC fighter.
2: Yeah, no. I, it had been explained to me that he was a fighter. Okay. And so, I, was, I didn't bet that I was going to win. I was like, I bet I could last like two or three minutes or mm. like a round or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and how'd it go <laughs> it didn't go well at all <laughs> Dude, he fucking he just bum rushed me like bull rushed me whatever yeah. it was bum rushed that sounds did right. he? I, bull rush. did me. he hit you did he punch you no no you? he just he. so we started right I I remember this so clearly yeah even though I was like super yeah, hammered yeah, I, I, don't remember, I don't remember how it started fighting I just remember looking him square in the face uh-huh. and we're like around the sim- a similar weight i think he fights he's yeah. like 185 yeah you probably are yeah. yeah and he's taller though he's like 6'1 or yeah. something like that i remember that and okay. i was just looking at this guy <laughs> tatted up like yeah he's scared. he's, he's scary actually looking. a super nice guy yeah but yeah just <laughs> rushed me picked me up slammed me on the pavement yeah in a there's in a back alley in like huntington beach <laughs> so no he didn't strike me but i lost the fight okay. in like maybe less than 10 seconds
0: did he did he like arm bar you or something did he like submit you somehow or did he just he just he just stayed on top of you, and that was it. I don't really remember that part was kind of a blur. I just remember
2: getting lifted and thrown on the ground, and yeah. it was asphalt. And you were man. like, "All right, I think, yeah, I just immediately tapped Fair out. Enough. I know my limits." So does that mean you're taking Ashley Yoda or, or Souza? <laughs> All that being said, <laughs> I'm just saying if I lasted ten seconds with with a six foot one eighty five fighter, yeah, you and think- I step in there, with fighters that are one fifteen, right? I think I, I, I don't think I win.
0: Yeah. Again, it just—I honestly think it comes down to whether they—whether they, whether they could get you down. Exactly. I think they
2: could though, because they're—they're shorter, so they're lower to the ground. Yeah. They get I mean, the legs. there's all
0: sorts of you know techniques they'd use on you that you'd have no idea how to defend, even to get
2: you to the ground. Not even oh, yeah. on the ground. Defending but. UFC is really hard. Right. So. So yeah. I'm gonna take. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> after all that, I'm taking vittori No, I'm taking. <laughs> I'm gonna take Souza. I like the Brazilians. I think Brazilians when when, you, when the line's this close, yeah, just take the just take the Brazilian. I don't blame you. There. That's what I've learned. If they're, if they're Russian or Brazilian, take them.
0: Yeah, yep. Which is a good percentage of the UFC. But yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. Uh, and that'll take us into our uh, our headliner for the prelim portion of the card. Uh, that's a fight between Jim Miller and Yink Pichel. Uh, this is a lightweight bout between two guys who have been around the game for a long time. That being said jim miller's got the edge and experience that's why i'm siding with him in this one uh he's had 46 professional fights which is a lot uh compared to bichelle's 14 um so i just see him you know he's been under the bright lights before uh i just see him getting the w here based on experience probably by decision
2: your thoughts jim miller just it's just the most average name
0: yeah it sounds like a guy who'd like fix your computer or something (laughs) You know, doesn't really sound like a UFC
2: fighter. Yeah, or he's like a mailman or something. Right. Yeah, I, I, I agree with the experience play. I yeah. mean, at the, at the time of at the time of recording this, there's actually no line for this fight. I know. So if you get this right, that's some serious clout. Yeah,
0: you know that there's no uh, you know, outside influence. The, the line can't impact our pick here because there's literally no line for it. So this is purely based on these guys and their records. So
2: this one, you're really putting all your money on what Kyle thinks. I don't know if you're willing to do that.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how we do. We'll be sure to. We'll be sure to visit next week how, how we did uh, with this week's
2: picks. Yeah, well, if I learn anything from our sponsors. Yeah. We've got some great lines. Speaking of our sponsors. Oh, God, you're going to do it to him again? with the music oh yeah oh my god with the with the background music i can't tell if i like this or not for the ad read for our premium
0: sponsor my who was desperate enough to get some wagers in on the marbula one marble races marbula one marbula one <laughs> like formula one what? we've been without sports for so long i know i was But this week we're in for a treat with three of the four major sports back in action, MLB, NBA, and NHL have all resumed play. With no fans in the stands, we're just trying to take advantage of some of those early lines with mybookie.ag plus, mybookie just brought back the deposit match bonus so you can grab yourself some extra cash to build up on that bankroll. And the best part is when you roll with mybookie, it's simple, you bet, you win, they pay. There's a reason I tell people to visit mybookie and it's just because it's the only online sports book that asks the question you and your friends are actually want to put money on. Are Giannis's bucks a lock to represent the East in the finals? Who's gonna average more points, LeBron or Kawhi? Debating your buds is cool and all, but I'd rather throw down some cash and see who's right. But truth be told, I'll bet on anything. That's why I'm pumped. The MLB and NHL are back in action too. Lines, prop bets, futures. MyBookie's got them all. Trust me, this is the only place you want to be putting money down this season. Join today and MyBookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Just enter the promo code SGP when signing up. Remember, at MyBookie, the terms are simple. You bet, you win, they pay. Boy, oh boy, wasn't it nice to see the guys back out on the court over the weekend? I guess. We are all excited to see what week three of the basketball restart has in store for all of us. If that isn't enough excitement for you, DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is offering you a shot at a share of millions of dollars every day this week. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy basketball is easy to play. Just pick eight players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for three-pointers, rebounds, assists, and more. There's no better way to put your basketball knowledge to the test to compete for a share of millions of dollars with millions of dollars up for grabs this week there's no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings download the DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes every day this week that's promo code SGP to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes every day this week only at DraftKings eligibility restrictions apply see DraftKings.com for details Ever thought of starting your own sportsbook but don't know how? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all of the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash S-G-P And just like that, we're back, Mark. Were you checking your email or something while I was doing my ad read?
2: I had to distract myself from that music. I was going insane. Okay,
0: fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Well, time to get excited because we're jumping to the main card, UFC 252, with some big names on it. Huge names. Chikashan O'Malley, DC, Stipe Miocic, John Dodson, John Dotson. Everyone's like, who the (laughs) hell is that? (laughs) I like it. Um, Speaking of John Dotson, he is on the first fight of the main card. Uh, John the Magician Dotson coming in at plus 155. He takes on Merab the Machine. Oh, man. Dvaj Valishvili. 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 At minus 185. This is a bantamweight fight. I'll let you start this one, Mark, for a change. You, You start us off. What are your thoughts on this fight? I'm taking the machine.
2: I am the machine.
0: You're taking Dodson.
2: No, Dodson's the magician.
0: Oh, you're right. Marab's the, the magician. I'm
2: taking Divali Shvili. I'm just trying to avoid saying that name. Got it. Got, got it. Butcher. <laughs> Butcher. <butchered laughs> like an Appreciate American. Appreciate the honesty. No, actually, in all seriousness about this fight, let's get. I want to get real serious about. Yeah, yeah. The lowest fight on the card. Right. right. <laughs> no, Dodson five three all right that, five three he's five three man he he's could be like on the, a, he
0: could be on the bottom of your shoe he's right like now. yeah
2: he's he's literally like a mosquito He's right. just buzzing around it's right. exactly he's exactly what you'd expect from a five three fighter he's real quick mm-hmm. great stamina the thing is that the he's got that too he can match that so yeah and he's a much better wrestler this guy's a, a, a very underrated wrestler so i think he's gonna wear dodson down okay by pinning him in um yeah i think he's gonna be able to match the intention that dodson likes to bring to his fights anyway so i'm gonna take the okay
0: I'm going to agree with you on that pick. Uh, Love it. Slightly different reasons, but basically uh, Dodson moved up from flyweight. He just called him a mosquito. He literally came from a class called I, yeah, flyweight. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, he moved up from flyweight, and he's gone 4-4 four and four, uh, since that jump up. Uh, Vlashvili is on a four-fight winning streak, uh, and I kind of see this as a, as a matchup, a classic MMA matchup between uh, a younger guy to get a win and move up in the rankings uh, against an older guy who's been around for a little bit longer. So we're both going to side with The Machine at minus 185 for the first fight on the main card of UFC 252. That takes us to a really, really fun one. Uh, Magomed Ankalaev at minus 300 takes on Ion The Hulk Kutelaba at plus 240. This is a light heavyweight rematch. Have you had a chance to watch the first fight between this ridiculous.
2: two? Ridiculous! You've seen it, and the ridiculous, and I mean, in the worst way possible. Yes! <laughs> oh my! God. Oh my gosh! That was maybe the the worst. We, should, we give the context yeah. for people watching with that. There was a series of head kicks, yeah, that were all blocked after they reviewed it. Yes. Uh, from Ankalaev on Kutalaba Right. And Kutalaba was like he was completely fine. Yep. And I think he was like wobbling himself he, he to was, try and bait. Exactly. Trying to bait him to come in. He
0: was like playing possum basically. <laughs> and the ref just fucking stopped Yes, it. <laughs> like The he, ref he fell was shocked.
2: It. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah,
0: Kutalaba was trying to bait in Ankalaev by pretending to be hurt. Uh the referee thought he was actually hurt. This is and we're talking thirty eight seconds into the fight. We're yeah. talking right away. Can
2: you imagine? <laughs> Unbelievable. Your game plan's like, Hey we're gonna we're gonna take some hits. <laughs> bait him in, bait him in. Right? let him come at you.
0: Imagine a fight, going through a whole fight camp. Oh my
2: god. Preparing yeah. for this,
0: oh cutting weight,
2: god. doing all this and then In the, the plan's the plan's going perfectly. Yes, it was. <laughs> like, it really that's was. why you lost.
0: Yeah, Kutsalaba, oh he's super exciting um in the first round of fights, uh he comes out
2: absolutely you know guns blazing stamina is not great though
0: exactly that's the issue that yeah, I he saw lands a lot of strikes well. so. though yeah
2: he's he, over five significant strikes per minute he hits that's hard insane.
0: he's jacked um and he comes <laughs> out flying so look for a really exciting first round in this fight just like it was in the last one until it unfortunately got stopped um i'm gonna side with ankalaev here uh mainly for the reason that you pointed out which is the stamina the gas tank i think in Kutulaba is gonna run out um and Ankalayev if he's smart, if he if he's smart about this fight, he'll keep it at a distance. He'll keep his distance with with kicks. Uh, he'll you know get through the first round where Kutulaba is the biggest threat. And then after he survives that, I, I see Kutulaba running out of gas uh, and giving Ankalaev the win. Do You agree with that?
2: Yeah, Ankalayev, I mean, we didn't talk that much. We were mostly shit-talking the ref, but Ankalayev's a textbook fighter. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's real precise. He's a good striker. I think he's going to win.
0: Definitely. All right, both siding with Ankalayev for that second fight. That takes us to some heavyweights. Uh, Junior Dos Santos, uh, a a very important and decorated name in the heavyweight division, Uh, plus 120, taking on Jarzinho Rosenstruck, who is at minus 150. Um, I'll start this one off i i like Rosenstrick here um i was i was high on him and obviously not going into the Nganu fight because how can you be high on anyone going against Nganu unless they're a wrestler um he got touched by the hand of death his last fight against Nganu, like everyone else pretty much everyone else does um and I'm not going to hold that against them too much. I think, you know, fair enough. You get knocked out by Ngannou, that's just part of being in the heavyweight division and moving to <laughs> yeah, the rankings yeah. at this point. It's probably in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to take Rosenstruck. He was undefeated prior to that loss. Um, I think he's the real deal. I see him as kind of the number four ranked heavyweight uh, behind DC, Stipe, and Ngannou. So I'm going to take him to beat anyone who's not one of those four. Uh, and so I'm going to take him here at minus 150.
2: All right, I'm gonna go against you here. You're gonna take Junior Dos Santos. Yeah, mostly for showmanship. Just looking at this card, like I feel showmanship. like showmanship. The, yeah, there's just not that many. <laughs> there's not that many underdogs that I want to go with here. Yeah, I feel like this one's close enough. The thing about Junior Dos Santos is that he's a really good counter puncher. Yeah, and so I and I feel like he's good at uh, drawing his opponents in. You think, Georgie? From his yeah, side, he's, side gonna, he's gonna rush in. and Yeah, get and the caught. thing about Rosenstruck, Biggie Boy, as they call him. Yeah, Biggie Boy. Yeah, I think. The thing about him is he's exactly what you'd expect from like a massive fat guy. He's yeah. just, he's relatively slow and he just comes at you with like no more than two punches at a time. Yeah. When they when they land, I mean it's like getting a refrigerator dropped on your head. For sure. But I think I think JDS is going to be able to counter that and I think it'll put him on the offensive. Uh and I think that's ultimately going to win the fight. Underdog. So I'm going to take an underdog pick.
0: <laughs> Sit. <laughs> Sit. Underdog pick from mark megatron glass that takes us to the co-main event already the co-main event and this this is this might be the one i'm looking forward to the most honestly on this entire card sugar sean o'malley the next big thing in the ufc comes in as a minus 310 favorite he's taken on no slouch in marlon chito vera at plus 250 this is a bantamweight fight i'll let you start this one off
2: i'm definitely going with o'malley yeah there's you'd have to be a fool not to he's actually i was looking at his instagram mm-hmm. he's he, great he, on
0: social yeah, media great he, follow
2: he's been saying he's gonna uh marlon cheeto vera yeah so he's been saying i'm gonna delito the cheeto <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious o'malley is an absolute character too yeah he he's is. like he's like the soundcloud rapper of ufc fighters i
0: like that the He's the
2: reason people are scared of clowns <laughs> like, yeah he's got the clown afro yep face tats yep he yep. looks ridiculous he but, does but he can fight
0: he looks like uh like if you were to play
2: like the UFC video game,
0: you'd make a character that looks ridiculous. You know? Yes, that's a great. Or, call. or like when you make like you play like Madden or something, you always yeah, make a guy like, looks I, like a freak. Yeah.
2: You're like, I gotta win the Super Bowl so I can unlock the rainbow afro. It, exactly,
0: <laughs> yeah. exactly. He looks like a a video game generated like character, but he's a real person and he's a real threat in the UFC. <laughs> yeah, which is hilarious. Uh, he's
2: good and he's particularly tall and long. For, totally for this division. Totally five yep. eleven with like a seventy something inch reach. Yep. I so think I think that'll be huge. Yep. Especially. I'd, Against Vera, Sorry yeah. I keep cutting you off. No, you're good. You're <laughs> yeah. good. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. This, is is my, this is my fight. That's fine. Go ahead. I'll let you roll. It's just real quickly against Vera, who's a fighter that likes to keep his distance. Yep. And use kicks. Yep. I think O'Malley's extra length on this is going to be a big difference, and he's just a better fighter.
0: Yeah, I think O'Malley. I think it's you know no secret that he's probably the next big cash cow of the UFC. They see him as that very marketable guy who it could be the next Conor McGregor-esque type of character in the UFC. With tattoos on his face. With tattoos on his face. And um, because of that, I think the UFC should probably and are probably being smart ag- about who they're putting him up against. Chito Vera, to be honest, is, is, a, is a decent threat and a decent step up. But I still think that they believe he can win this fight. The, the bookies believe he can win this fight. Um, I believe he can win this fight. And it could be another highlight reel finish because he's been on a tear recently. Um, so we're both going to side with Sugar Sean O'Malley. Going to be super interesting. Going to be super exciting.
2: Not really. O'Malley's going to f- beat his ass. You
0: could. Yeah, you <laughs> could take the prop. First round knockout O'Malley. He's coming off of two in a
2: row. that makes make round it exciting. Knockouts.
0: Yep. All right. That'll take us into the main event of the evening. Stipe Miocic and Daniel Cormier. They're at a pick'em right now over at mybookie.ag where we get the best lines in the business. They're at minus 115 each. This is a heavyweight trilogy title fight. It doesn't get much bigger in the UFC than this. That's why we decided episode one, we should we should do UFC 252. These are two, two guys' huge names in the world of combat sports, uh, and it's going to be an awesome one. That being said, also a very difficult one to call. Um, a trilogy fight at any point is a difficult one to call, especially when one guy has won once, the other guy has won the other one. Um, so to start things off, I see Mia Chich as my pick here. Um, I see him having the game plan to do kind of what won him the last fight, which is take it into the later rounds, let DC get a little bit tired, a little bit slow down a little bit, uh, keep good distance, and then obviously what was clear in their last fight is that you can hurt DC to the body
2: and you can hurt him there bad, right? It looks real satisfying to actually punch that man it in the does stomach. right <laughs> it's just like it's, it's like doing a, <laughs> doing a cannonball <laughs> into, the, into yeah. a pool <laughs>
0: it's like those things in uh people have in lakes when you jump onto like a huge uh blow up yeah, thing and, and it, it launches, launches the kid yeah it looks like it looks like throwing something onto that um the body shots hurt him last time miacic figured it out miacic changed his game plan between rounds uh and honestly because dc came up from light heavyweight, he's just a little bit shorter. Yes, he's strong. Yes, he's hit hard. Yes, he knocked Miocic out the first uh, fight, and that could happen again. It, it could happen, but I see Miocic as more of a true heavyweight and a true well-rounded heavyweight. There's nowhere this guy's bad. There's nowhere.
2: The DC also like in the first fight he illegally blinded Miocic. Yeah, you he did. a couple of really
0: uh, yeah really bad f- eye pokes. Yeah,
2: dirty eye pokes. Actually, Miocic had to have surgery on those after, and yeah. I think it definitely affected him, especially like the last one that happened. Like you could tell. Dude, and that's totally. when that's when DC really took over. Not to take anything away from him because he's a great fighter. Yeah, but like you said, and then in the second fight when they came back, and he wasn't poking him in the eye. Yeah. every thirty seconds, uh, he def yeah he definitely clearly faded in the fourth round. Stipe took over. And right, I, yeah, I I feel like that's part of it being like having to come up a weight class. Yeah, takes a huge st- a huge toll on your stamina, and also the age of Cormier.
0: Right. He's this is his uh retirement fight by the way. If uh, if you weren't aware, he's he's going to retire after this fight. So it, he is going to throw everything he has left at this fight, but I still see Stepe with, you know, fights ahead defending the belt after he resecures or he sorry, retains his championship in this uh this trilogy fight. DC's a great guy though. I got to work with him a couple times. Really? Um, What's that like? Uh it was great. He's he was honestly super cool. Um I got to work with him over when I worked at Conan back in the day uh, for Conan O'Brien's talk show. Um, and we had DC on as a guest, actually before his first fight with Stipe, which is back in 2018. Um, and he came on the show uh, to talk about, there was this thing called the Conan O'Brien curse, which basically, whenever a UFC fighter went on uh, Conan's show, um, they would basically lose their next fight. That yeah, they were promoting.
2: McGregor went on in a bunch. Yep, lost.
0: McGregor went on before he lost to Nate Diaz, yep. Nate Diaz went on before he lost the rematch to McGregor there were some other ronda lost one after going on so there were some good examples there um and basically daniel broke the uh conan o'brien curse when on he a came on a first name
2: basis yeah you daniel and daniel, daniel i'm out? sure i'm sure he remembers me yeah, up backstage? i brought him some popcorn
0: <laughs> backstage um but yeah he he broke the curse and then uh came back on the show to celebrate whatever he's a great guy i think he's gonna lose this fight <laughs> <laughs> nice guy though <laughs> nice guy though and that's it that's the end of the main event. That's we've we've gone through all the fights listed on the card right now.
2: That was quick. How many people do you think stuck around? Um, over under seven.
0: Uh, I'll take I'll take the over thousand. <laughs> we did <get> the over <laughs> thousand. <laughs> but before we go, we got to do the uh, SGP network staple, which is our lock dog and parlay. We've also added a little bit of a little bit of fun. Okay, a little bit of fun to this. Uh, we're gonna do a what's called a dollar store parlay over here. At about that action and that is where we're gonna take a dollar we're gonna to throw together a ridiculous parlay based on this fight card and we're going to get crazy plus odds and try to see what we can convert a dollar into and we'll revisit next week
2: it's basically like taking a dollar and you either set it on fire or it turns into like 50 bucks exactly
0: so let's let's have some fun with it uh, let's start off with Mark's luck
2: um, I'll give you my lock. Uh, I'm going with Sugar Sean O'Malley for the lock. Not the most exciting, because obviously he's like minus 300 or something. But you just can't bet against this guy.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't take the easy pick. Though. I don't blame that pick at all. That's a good pick. My lock is going to be Rosenstruck. Uh, he's like I mentioned, he was undefeated before losing to Ngannou. I still think he's the number four guy in the division. Uh, I'm pretty confident in that pick, so he will be my lock. Your dog?
2: Dog. I'm going with uh, Dos Santos. Yeah. He's like the only underdog in this that I actually think like I'd realistically put money on. Yeah. Like the other ones I just don't see it.
0: Okay. My uh my underdog is gonna be on the prelim portion of the card. Uh Felice Herrick, a big one, plus two forty five in her fight against Verna Gendy Roba. That is my underdog.
2: Oh, you put the undercard in yours. Yeah, I did. I did. I I only went main card.
0: It was hard it was hard to find good underdogs in the main card, so I jumped down to the undercard. Uh, but I do respect your JDS pick. I'm not a degenerate.
2: I'm not gonna bet in well, the undercard.
0: Well, welcome to the Sports Gambling Podcast <laughs> Network.
2: <laughs> hey, no offense to welcome any to listeners, the show, baby. No offense to any listeners welcome out there the that show. are betting the uh, betting the under welcome undercard. The show. But you're weird, and I don't want to be your friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and give us your uh, your parlay.
2: Yeah. So my parlay, which only consists of the main card, like okay. all regular people should. Mm. Uh, I put Diwali Shvili, Nikolayev, O'Malley. JDS Mićić. That's plus, all of those. All those plus a thousand.
0: Wow, plus bad. Th- plus a thousand thirteen. I see you. You listed it. Wow. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty. Is that your? That's your dollar store parlay, or that's a? No, no that's my. That's parlay your regular parlay.
2: parlay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just wait until you see my other. All one. <laughs> right, all
0: right. For my for my uh my parlay that I would I'm gonna play. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Rosenstruck. I'm gonna take O'Malley. And I'm going to take Burns.
2: That's it? Just three?
0: Three fight parlay plus 205. Soft. Plus 205. That's good money. That's sensible. That's Yeah, it's a sensible parlay. But for an unsensible parlay, let's hear your dollar store pick.
2: Dollar store pick. One dollar down. Yep. Miacic. Mm-hmm. Dos Santos. O'Malley. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy there. No. Kutalaba. That's a little crazy. Dodson. (laughs) That's extra crazy. You put one dollar in, you win 45 back. Plus (laughs) It's plus <laughs> plus forty five hundred ninety eight odds. Okay, that's yep. not that far fetched. It's just Dodson. No, it's not. It's honestly just Dodson throwing it off. He's definitely going to lose. Dodson and Kutalab
0: are are and, and <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I can break that no, They got everyone. three unders there. Okay, like two or three underdogs. Yeah,
0: no, I, I respect. Uh, I respect the crazy just, yeah, the crazy you, pick.
2: Yeah, uh, that's uh, what the uh, dollar store gonna, parlay is all about. So I respect it's it. It's like I said, you're either going to win about fifty bucks or you're going to set your dollar on fire.
0: Right. For my dollar store parlay. Uh,
2: a little bit smaller than yours, like the leather
0: one, but I'm taking Miachich, Vashlishvili, Souza, Burns, O'Malley, and Kalayev. How many is that? That's six fights. You
2: dropped into the uh, into the undercard again. Six
0: fights. I did drop into the undercard again.
2: I don't know if I'm okay with this. Plus a
0: thousand odds on that do- dollar store parlay. I could turn that into a tenner, really quick ten dollar bill from that parlay. <laughs> we'll see.
2: That'd be insane. To Imagine if you actually you should do it.
0: I am gonna do it. We'll you, we'll, we'll check in last, next week and uh, see how it went, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe when when listeners tune in next week, we'll be a hundred bucks richer.
2: I hope so for your sake.
0: I hope so as well. Tune, tune in next week. Uh, we will be breaking down some more sports action. Uh, we will be debuting a new segment. Are you Are you taking your shirt off right now?
2: Yeah, it's hot in here.
0: Okay. Uh, about that action on the sports gambling podcast network. Feel free to give a visit to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Please follow us on Twitter at SGP Network. You can follow me on Instagram at Kyle Watnell, K-Y-L-E-W-H-A-T-N-A-L-L. You cannot follow Mark. He is not on social media. Uh, We look forward to seeing you next week. Any last words
2: from Mark? Sports are tight. Sports are awesome. Can't wait to keep talking about them. See you guys later.